Well, you hear the music. It's either Wednesday or Friday, and it's not Wednesday. Time now for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Standing by with realty expert John Brodine, and we're going to talk with John in just a minute. Maybe you'd pick up birding or birdies. You could get into wine, not that into wine, or skiing, warmer skiing. Or maybe you'd spend more time doing nothing at all. When you're ready for whatever comes next, we'll be ready to help you get there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. What would tomorrow look like if you... Hey, there we go. Back in the studio, John Brodine, the one, the only, is here. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. good. Been a whole two days since we've seen each other. I know, right? What's Happy new Friday. in your world? Uh, nothing. It's been a busy week. Things are happening. It's yeah. the spring market. So. Yeah, and here we go. Uh, probably a weekend full of crappy weather. Yeah, hopefully not. You know, it, or hopefully it, not too bad, at least. You know, I, I was walking home, uh, walking up the door yesterday, and you know, I still have a pile of snow over here. I have beautiful green grass right over here that almost needs mowing. Yeah. <laughs> I go to the one side and it's not so beautiful. It's more like a dog pasture. But um, what a goofy year, man. I know. This has been a weird winter, weirder spring. A weirder spring is yeah. absolutely right. Now, <clears throat> I got a question for you because um, I know somebody that, had, that inherited some money. Okay. Uh, they're not quite sure what to do with it. Uh, they're thinking stock market, things like that. And I kind of put the word into their had like you ever think about investing in real estate now that's what i want to talk to you about today uh real estate versus say the stock market yeah yeah so there are certainly some benefits to investing in real estate um a lot of really wealthy people invest in real estate but investing in real estate is not for everyone and i also don't want to make it sound like i'm suggesting people put all their eggs in one basket Mm -hmm. because everybody knows diversifying is good sure so You know, it's it's probably good to have some of both, even if you are one of those people who uh, is able to invest in real estate. So, um, yeah, real estate's not for everyone. You definitely need the time and the knowledge, uh, the time to acquire the knowledge, the time to save up the capital. Uh, it's a much higher barrier to entry. Um, and natu- it's a more active investment. It's less passive. Investing in the stock market can be pretty passive and hands-off. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cheap and easy to hire a good you know, financial sure. advisor who's yep. going to be able to manage your investments for you. And you know that's, that's the way that most people do it. And that's probably the best fit for most people because not everyone knows a ton about the local real estate market, knows how to invest in real estate, knows all the tricks. And it takes, yeah, it takes a big commitment of time to learn about all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's first talk about the stock market. Like we said, completely passive, low barrier to entry. You could start by just investing 500 bucks a month into the stock market and let yep. that build up over time and then retire off of it <clears> or whatever. Um, it's, it's easy and inexpensive to hire uh, an expert to manage your stock market investments and give you some advice there. Um, y- the downsides are you have less ability to use leverage. Um, leverage is when you're able to use some of your own money and then a larger chunk of the bank's money to buy an asset Mm -hmm. where you you control the whole thing. You're not going to be able to do that in the stock market and you're not going to have any control really over those assets that you're investing in when you're investing in the stock market, um, which is kind of a pro anacon because along with the control comes the responsibility and the hassle factor. 
But um, yeah, so in real estate, the ways that you make money are um, appreciation, loan pay down, um, cash flow. Some unique things about real estate are the leverage aspect where you can take out a loan on a property. And um, so basically like if you're, let's say if real estate values go up by 3% per year, you're able to, you know, let's say you're able to buy uh, a $200,000 property. So that's going up by $6,000 per year, Mm -hmm. but you put 25% down. Um, So you put, what is that? 50 grand down. Okay. Yeah. So uh, rather than getting a 3% return, it's actually 3% times four because you're controlling it with only a quarter, you know, you're controlling the oh, whole 200,000 sure. uh-huh. with, uh, you know, 50,000 of your own money. So if that, if, if the rent that's coming in covers all of the maintenance, repairs, vacancy, and covers the loan, principal and interest, your, your principal is being paid down, but we won't even get into that now. Um, your principal is being paid down, your interest is being paid, and all the holding costs of the property are being paid you know, by the tenants. Mm-hmm. And so you're owning that property and it's going up in value by 3% per year on average. And, um, and instead of 3%, it's really going up by 12% cause you've got 50, 50,000 bucks of your own money. Uh-huh. So when that property goes up by $6,000 a year, um, it's, you're getting $6,000 a year in free equity off of $50,000 of your own money, not $200,000 of your own money. Okay, so say you got um, a windfall of, say, 100000 to $150,000. Yep. Um, and you're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to buy a rental property. Yep. Now, are, 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 can you make money that way? Or are you better off not putting the whole thing down and do like you say, uh, put what you need down, go get a mortgage for the rest of it and rent it out? Is that a good way to make money? depends how aggressive you are and how your knowledge is about real estate investing. Because if you don't have the knowledge of real estate investing, you're probably not going to know how to analyze the deal to make sure that that's a good deal. Um, that's actually going to make you money okay. when you're buying that house for 150 grand. If you're more aggressive and you do have the knowledge, you know, you're going to be able to buy four properties instead of just one with mm-hmm. that 150 grand. Right. Um, so that's more cash flow. That's more loans that are being paid down all at once. That's more properties that are going up in value for the same initial investment. Um, you know, if, but if your goal is to be more secure and you want to have more cash flow and less overhead expenses each month, you know, buying cash is a more secure way. Like Dave, Dave Ramsey says to only buy real estate investments in cash. Mm -hmm. The, you know, that's right for some people, but it's very conservative advice because if you're, if you're in a stage in life where you can take more risks, it's your your returns are going to be much better if you if you lo- use leverage. You don't want to overuse leverage because then that puts you in kind of a risky position. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can kind of calculate, and and there's it's not like it's either putting twenty five percent down or putting zero down, or or putting hundred percent down. There's you could if your risk tolerance is putting fifty percent down, um, so you own two properties instead of you know, four sure. or instead of just one, you know, that could be where, you, where you fall on that, um, on that scale. But, um, the first thing, if you're thinking about doing that is if you don't already understand real estate investing, do a ton of research, read a bunch of books and 
you know, learn how to analyze deals, analyze a few deals before just jumping into the first one. You know, I've been uh, reading some books on investing yeah. uh, recently. And, and uh, one thing I, I seem to see is let your money make money for you. Yep. So you don't yep. have to do it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. That's, you you know, that's how you, that's how anybody would like to retire. Uh, you know? Sure. Yeah. And <laughs> compound interest over your working life is going to help that as well. You know, you keep, compounding the interest, whether it's in the stock market or whether it's in real estate, you keep reinvesting into the asset that you invest in. And yeah, then you end up with, um, you know, a lot larger amount than if you just stick that same amount into a half a percent interest savings account for your entire career, you'd have to work, work way harder and save way more money in order to get to the same place of retirement. So a guy like I'm talking about, uh, he's just better off going and talking to you. <laughs> yeah, and and it's you know I can't solve everything sure. for for somebody who's looking to get into real estate investing. I can I can try to help you, but if you don't fully understand it yourself, mm-hmm. you know I'm I'd be more comfortable with them educating themselves, and I can help them you know make that first move and help them get off the fence and you know give them some advice, but. I can't do everything for them. You right. Know? That's that's the difference between a, a stock market advisor. They can they can pretty much tell you everything, and you don't need to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Much, mm-hmm. You that's know? what they're getting paid for. Yeah, so, that's yeah. what they're getting paid for. With me, I can help them through the purchase, and I can you know myself as an investor, I can help give some valuable knowledge. Sure. But you know, I'm not the one. Like they could hire out management, but you know, you still need to manage the property manager. Mm-hmm. Even when you hire out management, make sure everything's being done right. Make sure you're not being overbilled and yep. whatever else, yep. you know. So it's a much more involved investment than sticking that money into the stock market, and that's why it's not for everybody. Okay, okay. Uh, John Brodine, you always have your poop in a group. Um, <laughs> every time you come into the studio here, you got more notes. Uh, it, what do you got else there? So there's some unique tax benefits to owning real estate. Think of it this way. The government doesn't want to have to provide housing for people who aren't buying houses, right? Sure, right. Imagine if the only people who owned real estate, all they owned was their own primary residence and never owned anything else. So imagine if the government had to provide every single building that a Burger King was in or that a Starbucks was in Mm. or that a law firm was in, Mm -hmm. and the government had to own every building that, you know, low rent tenants and high rent tenants, and they had to do all that, that is not what the government's for. The government doesn't want to do that. Right. And so they incentivize people like me and you to go ahead and take that risk and own that property. And they, there are tax incentives to get people to invest their money in real estate because they want people, private people to provide housing and, you know, in exchange, make a profit and make an investment. Um, so there's depreciation where, um, they basically, you're allowed to take a certain, you know, percentage of the property and I'm not an accountant, so I'm not, I'm going to butcher this probably, but basically you get a a depreciation right off, even though your asset is appreciating in value, the components of the asset are depreciating in value. So your siding's getting older, your roof's getting older, your furnace is getting older. So they allow you to take a write off for that stuff going down in value, which typically offsets the cash flow. Right. The property come out of your pocket. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So the income you earn off of rental properties, for example, uh, does have tax benefits. And then the other benefit, huge benefit, is forced appreciation. So being able to, you have control over that asset, that's a blessing and a curse, depending on how you look at it and who you are. But you can control that asset, you can make that asset worth more money, you can make that asset be able to rent for more money. So being able to put your own money into the asset, fix it up, be able to rent it out for more money, um, 
is is a way to generate more income off a of property and creates opportunity and also incentivizes people to be able to fix up you know houses yep. and neighborhoods yep. that are dilapidated. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of unique opportunities in real estate investing. And the other thing I should mention with leverage, I didn't mention this, is there is risk in leverage because that property, you know, historically it doesn't go up by 3% per year like clockwork. Mm-hmm. It's just 3% this year, 3% the next year, 3% the next year. You might have five years where it stays flat or takes right. a slight dip. And then you might have five years where it climbs really fast. But yep. over a long period of time, it averages out to 3% per year. If you're in a period where real estate values do drop, if values drop by 1%, your investment is losing 4%, right? Right, Just right. like if yep. it goes up by 1%, yep. your initial cash invested is okay. going, is gaining 4, 4%. So the gains are multiplied. The losses are also multiplied. That's when I say that cash is a more secure, uh, safe conservative mm-hmm. investment. That's that's the reason I say that. Well, let's face it. Um, not too often if you own rental property and you're renting it out, uh, not too often does rent go down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Rent normally doesn't go down. Uh, property values normally don't go down right. in the long term. You know, there, some, there's a reason some of the wealthiest people in the world choose real estate and it's for the control, for the mm-hmm. tax benefits, um, for the appreciation, for the loan pay down. There's so many different ways that you make money off real estate investments. Yeah, the money's making the money for you. Yeah. Like myself personally, I, I put a ton of time into learning all about everything I could about real estate investing long before I ever bought my first investment property back in 2016. And it's it's paid off for me a lot. It's the best investments I've ever made. Um, okay. Because, you know, it's yeah, the the time in, you know, the the rent growth, the appreciation, the loan pay down, it all I couldn't have made the amount of money that I made off my rental property investments in that same amount of time investing the same amount of money in the stock market. Okay. Okay. Uh anything else for us today there, buddy? No, that's everything. That's it. Okay. Uh big plans for the weekend? Um, let's see. Training on Saturday. Not sure what we've got. Training going on. on Saturday. I thought oh, you took I, weekends off. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I don't take weekends off. I you don't. I don't eat as clean. Oh, okay. You got no, a I free train. day on Sunday, maybe. No, I'm, I'll still probably train. Me, me and a group Jeepers. of guys. Jeepers. Yeah. The heck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I like doing that. That's what I. I, 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 I get it. I, I, I used to be kind of like that <laughs> when I was young and skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's fun. I I love the guys I train with and. It's my it's my passion. So awesome, yeah, awesome. But just re- like we talked about in the last one, if people have questions about real estate investing, real estate investing versus the stock market, they have specific questions they'd like me to cover in a future podcast or future video. Leave it below in the comments. Send me a DM, um, and yeah, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram, on all the other social platforms. Subscribe to me on YouTube. I put out a ton of great content on all those platforms. I think you guys will like it. All right. Phone numbers or anything to get a hold of realty expert, John Brodeen. You want to become a client? You want to ask me questions about real estate investing? 701-213-5428 is myself. Have yourself a wonderful weekend, my man. You too, John. And uh, don't train too hard. Yeah, yeah. All right. There you go for a Friday heading into the weekend, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast with realty expert, John Brodeen. Your next Berkshire Hathaway podcast will be coming up on Wednesday. Have yourself a great weekend, everybody.